Um, yeah, I always think like, right, I'm going to, um, I'm going to do like five years of working, save up, buy a cabin in the woods, create a barn, you know, and then just like make a gym out of it. And then that's it. Like I just disappear. No one knows who I am anymore. I'm like that weird blonde guy that lives in the woods. Like everyone doesn't go near him. You know, you kind of become a bit feral. That sounds amazing. That to me, if I could just like have a break from people, mm. <laughs> my cell phone, like social media, all those things, if I could have a break from all that, if even if it was like three months of regular life and then one month break of just complete isolation, I think I would be overall a healthier individual mentally physically spiritually all of it i think that'd be amazing just just to get away just get off the grid exactly like you're talking about mm. maybe not like permanently but i think everyone I needs think it, it right like I know uh, for a fact everyone does like we you know we were like nomads we used to just like wander around this earth and like trying to figure things out and you know kind of read the stars or whatever you know it's it's and now we've just like settled, try to make a home, like have a mortgage, you know, settle down, go to the nine to five, come home. And I'm like, wait, hold on a minute. Like, what the fuck is this? Like, are we supposed to be doing this? <laughs> is it supposed to be desirable? Like where, mm. where's the fun? Where's the spontaneity? Where's, yeah, that's, where's the adventure? That's, that's what I look for. I love adventure. That's, mm. I went that's for, cool. I went for like a week long trip, right? So when I first started here, it's story time. I like stories. So like, yeah, I like I, stories too. If I get if I get carried away, just tell me to shut the fuck up. Anyway, no. um, I was in um, I was in Auckland, so north of the North Island, and like I got fired from one job. The other job was I was waiting tables. Like I'd never wait tables in my life. Wasn't the greatest at it, but I'm a hard worker, so that's why I got the job. Anyway, I was like, oh fuck, like I don't know what I'm doing here, like. I don't know why I'm on the other side of the world. I don't know what's going on. Blah, 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 blah. I was like, fuck this. I'm out for a week. Peace. I'll see you later. Like deleted everything from my phone, got in my car and just drove south. Like literally packed the bag in five minutes, got in the car, filled it up, went nyum, down south. Um, I knew I was going to go. So I'll get to the south of the South Island, which is Wellington, take, which is the capital, take the ferry over to the north of the South Island and then drive. It's kind of like Southwest place called Queenstown, right? Meant to be this beautiful place, beautiful lake mountain ranges called the Remarkables, which are remarkable, which is quite ironic. Um, and I was like, okay, that's the end destination. That's where I'm going to go. I don't know how I'm going to get there. I'm just going to go that way. All right. Um, it was incredible. Like whatever they said about it was true. Like I would, I would move there in a heartbeat. It's just fucking expensive. But anyway, I get like three or four days into like not speaking to a different soul, like hadn't sp spoken to anyone. It was just kind of me talking to myself, like sat on like hills, pulled up on roadsides, sleeping by lakes or whatever, sleeping in the car and like writing things down. And you get into this really, really weird state where like, I don't know, you see the world differently. I imagine. It's... I think everyone needs it. I think, I think we would be a different, I mean, I say society, but a different world because it's not just society. I mean, society here's, I'm a, probably a lot different than society there, but I think we 
would be a completely different world if people were able to just be by themselves and know how to be by themselves. But nobody can. Everybody's got to have their phone. Everybody's got to have social media. Everybody's got to be around people all the time. Like there's, I, I think people are just incapable or maybe nervous or scared of being by themselves. And that to me is a cool thing. That's, that's when you get to, that's when you re- like you said, you start to see things for what they are. Like you, it changes your perspective. Mm. Yeah. I, re- I read something. Um, did I read it? No, I wrote something down the other day where it was like, everybody needs to lose everything to realize they need nothing. I love that. I love that. It's like, they don't, you don't need anything. Like need is a state of dependency, right? You don't, you don't need anything. Like you want it. You want to feel a bit comfortable and, you know, have these materials or whatever. Like it, it would be nice. Like you would maybe benefit from it, but you don't need it. Like take everything else away, clothes, people houses whatever like you'll you'll survive you'll figure it out you know like you don't you don't need anything and i think uh yeah just going like super minimalist um there's there's some there's some beauty in it i agree i think the simpler your life is i think the happier you are i think the more stuff you have the more the more clutter you have to fill up your headspace and your time i think that's when people get so stressed out and so irritated and all the mental health issues come in and all that you know the simpler the better to me mm. at least mm. i agree i agree do you uh, do you mess around with like um any meditating or anything like that i i have before i um I'm really kind (laughs) of, this is crazy, but I'm really kind of unclear on what is technically defined as meditation because I definitely, I pray all the time. That's, um, that's something that's important to me. And I spend, I try to spend multiple times a day where I set aside time to pray. And I consider that part of my meditation, but just recently, um, one of my best friends, actually, she, she told me about she uses this app called Headspace and it, you know, teaches you how to slow down and breathe and clear, clear your mind. And that's what, uh, that's what I've been wanting to delve more into on top of, on top of prayer, of course, but just learning how to slow down and take time to not do or think anything, not, and you know, a lot of people, they'll be like, oh, well, I'm, I'm scrolling through TikTok or I'm scrolling through Instagram. I'm not doing anything. Yeah, but there's still that stimulus. There's, there's still that external push from something else to make you see something or believe something or think something like to completely unplug and like truly just assess yourself that I guess that is what I would define as meditation. And that is what I have been working towards most recently. If that makes mm. sense, that's a long answer for a short question, but <laughs> no, nah, no, I, I, I think it totally makes sense. Like, uh, it's all individualized. Like it's whatever helps you and whatever you get from it. And however you do that, you know, like, it's just, I think meditation is just finding a, a state of calm or a state of peace in like a, in a busy time or, you know, something where you can kind of recenter yourself to, to what's it within rather than just focusing on the million and one things you need to do that day or that week and it can be in any way right like some people just like lie on the floor you get people that like yeah have the whole stereotypical like hum type shit and i'm like all right like you know if that if that 
does it for you that does it for you you know like some people pray like yeah whatever you know um like i was in the sauna last night and i tried to like try to do it in there even though other people were around and that was like really tricky it took me till like the last two minutes to like actually calm down you know what i mean because you're freaking out because the heat especially me because i do well in the cold and then also (laughs) like there's other people around and i'm like uh we're all half naked, sweating our tits off. And like, I don't know who you are. This is a bit weird. You know what I mean? The concept's a bit strange. <laughs> so it uh, is. hats off to you for being able to meditate around other people. There's zero chances that I would be able to focus enough. Like with other people around, I just, I just couldn't do it. So hats off to you. <laughs> well, it, it took me a good, a good number of minutes. You know what I mean? Uh, usually I get in there. I'm like, holy fuck, this is hot. Like I need... <laughs> I need to like get out of here, blah, blah, blah. And then I've got to like slow down your breathing. And then when you breathe through your nose, it burns your nostrils. So then you're just like, what's going on? Like, this is not good for me, blah, blah, blah. And like, nah, you just got to like center yourself, calm down. Um, and then just like block out. Um, yeah, something that I was, I've tried to do is like, I try and do it every morning, right? And if I can't do it in the morning, I'll make time in the evening where I'll try and like shut down all five of my senses. So I'll kind of like, okay, obviously you're going to close your eyes, right? So I'm going to close my eyes and then I, I'm going to see black. Um, so you, you know how you can kind of look um, like behind your eyelids? Yeah. You so kind of get like light spots and yeah. 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 So I'll, like, I'll try and just see complete black and then I'll be like, right, now that noise that you can hear outside, try and not be able to hear it. And then no longer be able to feel the floor that you sat on or whatever. Um, and that's the way I kind of do it. That sounds amazing. It reminds me of, I don't know if y'all have them over there, but in the States we have these, they're like, they're starting to pop up. It's like this new trend or whatever, but um, they're called sensory deprivation tanks. Oh yeah. And you can just go like lay in this tub of water and you don't, like it's it's completely silent you're it the water's full of like epsom salt and so you're floating the whole time you don't feel anything you don't hear anything you close your eyes you don't see anything and they say it's like the best stress relief you can have like it just completely revitalizes your mind and your body and you you like pay for like an hour and you just lay there for an hour like i I, you're gonna probably want to slap me for this but i got i got given a free session right because i worked at a gym yeah all right so they 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 opened up a place like around the corner and they were like oh here you go like here's some free sessions for your coaches blah 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 if they would kind of give it a shout out in the classes and then um but it was at the time i was kind of like i was leaving the gym i was going back home for like three weeks um because I was in the South and I was going back to the North for like three weeks, helping my mom pack her house, packing up my shit, which was one suitcase, ironically. And then just like, <laughs> kind of like fucking off. And I never went. So yeah, I know I had you a free session. No, nah, I never went. Do you still have the pass? <laughs> it's no, nah, it's like, I don't know where it is. Like it was two years ago. Oh my gosh. Uh, what is, is there a place close to you? I think so. There'll be one around, you know, like the, 
there'll be one at some sort of facility. I'll, I keep wanting to try the, the cryotherapy. I'll be honest with you. I, uh, I paid for like, it was like 10 sessions or a month or something at a cryotherapy place. I was not impressed. I've heard that. I've heard mixed signals, really mixed signals. I, uh, I, I didn't feel any kind of benefit to it. I, I was nursing a shoulder injury at the time and one of my knees was staying pretty inflamed. So I was like, okay, you know, I'll go, I'll go do the cryo thing. Everybody talks so highly about it. And I went, I went probably like six or seven times and I just, I was so disappointed. I was like, I really? just, I feel it. I think like, one of the best know, things it could, it could work for you. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing, right? Like there's, there's so many different fucking options. Um, yes, so it's like just different. Like everybody is different. Different. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. Like, uh, I think the best thing for that type of stuff is like just an ice bath or sit in a, sit in the sea or something like a cold lake, like, that will yes. that will give you as much as you need. Like, have you heard of a uh, Wim Hof? I don't uh, think so. Basically, a Dutch guy that um, I believe is Dutch that has kind of revolutionised um, cold showers and breathing techniques and all that type of stuff, and how to like control your breath, which then heals the body. And it's fascinating, and you kind of. Yeah, you look at the science and the science is behind it. And then, you know, you look at um, kind of testimonials and it works for them. And you, and then, you you know, some people try it and it doesn't work. And you're like, well, there you go. Like, it's just figure it out, you know? Um, yeah, it's not for you. So something else is, you know? Yeah. But it's going to work for somebody else. Exactly. Don't like, yeah, if it doesn't work for, say, for example, it doesn't work for me, I'm not going to be like, no, this is shit, don't use it, it's not good, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, ah, <laughs> you know, someone else might like it, you know, like. Um, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Have you tried the saunas? Yes, I I love, well, okay, let me back up. I have done both saunas and steam rooms, and I'm more partial to steam rooms because they typically they use you know like the aromatherapy and the essential oils so it smells really good in there and then it's like it's like a wet heat instead of that dry heat so to me it's it's probably like a little more enjoyable than uh than a sauna I'm not a huge fan of a sauna <laughs> anytime I think sauna it makes me think of like cutting weight and I'm like ah uh, no I'm not really <laughs> <laughs> give me PTSD <laughs> yeah right like no thanks <laughs> makes you think of drinking a thousand gallons of water a week <laughs> oh no 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 but i love a steam room i love a steam room or a hot tub oh that's, a hot tub yeah i can definitely those are those are like my prime therapies right there mm, like um i went to uh i went to a spa in eastern europe one time um and uh it was like 19 euros which is about i don't know maybe like 25 bucks for you 25 30 books right for like an entire day you go in they've got like jacuzzi hot tub um pills and then they've got all these like different steam rooms and saunas with like different um like eucalyptus in it like whatever they they put in it you know it smells a little different so it helps with different things right you just like literally hop in and out and then they've got like an ice bucket that you pull and it, it throws down like one degree water on you um 
Like oh it my was gosh. right after you get out of a sauna. Yeah, it was good. It was good. It was good. Yeah, it was frigging cold. I bet. <laughs> I bet. I don't know how it was like. Maybe knee high snow outside, so it was you know decent snow. And I genuinely believe they just took the water from outside and just poured it on you because it was that cold. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, they, they just scooped up a bunch of snow and just <laughs> let it melt a little bit, a little yeah. bit in a bucket and just threw it on you. That sounds yeah. miserable. <laughs> that, it was good though. Like body felt amazing afterwards. And that, that's, oh gosh. You have to look for that end result because <laughs> if you look at me and you're like, oh yeah, okay, you're going to get to sit in a sauna for 20 minutes it'll be so nice you'll be so relaxed then we're gonna throw this ice cold bucket of water on you but you'll feel better after i'll be like okay <laughs> if i have to yeah yeah <laughs> can do you, you do um, cool. do you do massage therapy at all um i'm qualified in it what mm. oh my gosh yeah i was that actually I was talking to um, talking to my best mate over here yesterday, and I was like, because I've not not really used it in like a year and a half, um, like because kind of done a million and one jobs, like um, like I I published a book, so that took me a little bit longer, you know, that took a lot of time, um, so I was just like, yeah, it kind of fell fell to the wayside a little bit, but I kind of want to get back involved with it because uh, like anything type of you know therapy whether it's um physical training whether it's uh massage therapy whether it's um a little bit of manipulation um all that type of stuff like you know that was that was my jam for a, for a long time and I, I put in a lot of time like learning it and experience and developing through like different body types and blah 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 um and learning under different people whether they were an osteopath whether they were a chiropractor whether they were a physiotherapist like uh yeah, I spent a lot of time like developing that craft, and I, um, I don't know. It's got a bit of taste in my mouth that I'm not really using it. Um, so maybe maybe I'll pick that up. But yes, yeah, I do enjoy getting a massage too. Yes. Yes, that is that is pivotal for me. That the first shoulder injury I was talking about was my right shoulder, but now my left shoulder's a mess and I've been going to get massages pretty regularly and that's been that's beat the cupping that's beat the scraping that's our grasping whatever you want to call it. it it the massage has beat all other therapies in terms of getting it better and fixing it mm. like um yeah you can't you can't replicate just someone smashing their elbow into you and beating yeah. the shit out of you you know what I mean? Like it's, it sounds so sadistic and it probably is, but at the same time, like, you know, if something's so beat up from, from the, all the kilos, like over the years, like you, you're just going to need the shit kicking out of it. And that's me. I, I don't ever want to go to a massage and like feel good. You know, like the yeah. end result, I want to feel better. But at the same time, like, I want you to completely demolish me <laughs> for an hour and a half, make me hurt, make me scream, make me cry, whatever you have to do. Because I want to leave here knowing that, you know, something is better. Something has been put back in the right spot. Something is 
something is less knotted up than it was. That's what I want. So yeah, by all means, demolish me, make me hurt. That's massage to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm the same. I am the same. And I also can't give those relaxing massages because I get bored. I'm like, I look, you, you're paying me to touch you up. Like, this is getting weird. You know what I mean? Like, uh, <laughs> I'm, nah, this is weird, mate. Like, you're you're an old man. Like, I don't necessarily want to touch you up. <laughs> you know, I'm supposed to just, like, rub you down on your back so you can go to sleep. I'm like, I'm not the man for that, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't blame you. Uh, I went to uh I went to one massage therapist and uh he referred to himself as a neuromuscular physicist instead of a massage therapist because he's like, look, you know, I'm I'm not going to uh you're not gonna enjoy this. He's like, This is this is gonna be high pain the whole time. You're gonna be working to help me actively release these muscles and all this stuff. He's like, So no, I don't consider myself a massage therapist, which of course he is. That's that's his trade. But he has um trademarked a new name for that. <laughs> and that to me is more of what it should be. Well, you've got it as well, right? And um something that I learned over here is if you are in the rehab realm like you should call yourself um, a massage therapist. But if you call yourself a masseuse, um, that is the other realm. Um, so like uh, prostitution over here is legal. Um, really? You just have to like declare it and pay tax on it. Like it's, it's, it's a legal profession. So if you call yourself a masseuse, uh, they think they're getting a happy ending. <laughs> You know, it's funny because the first time, uh, it it might not have been the first time, but one of the first few times I went and got a massage, I messed up and referred to the massage therapist as a masseuse. And they're like, "Mm, sweetie, come here, let me explain something to you. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't mean, I didn't mean that. I'm so sorry. You know, like instantly offended them. I was like, great. Uh, I didn't pay for (laughs) that package. No. (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's it's important to know the difference in those two <laughs> yeah like hugely i was like oh okay um understood like i won't um definitely won't call myself that i usually call myself like a therapist anyway like um you know it's or someone that i don't know i don't labels labels piss me off you know because i think people like the the brain like kind of um hijacks it itself and it's just like right i'm gonna to play to this label now you know like uh you can even go deep and say if for the past 10 years if someone's called you dumb like you're gonna think you're dumb or if someone's called you clever you're gonna think you're clever right yeah it's, yeah. it's labeling Label. yeah um so at the same time i don't want to be like ah like i don't want this label like i don't think i'm just a masseuse or a <laughs> massage therapist you know uh it's like nah there's a, there's a couple more things like i i know and that one time, like a lady came in who was a member and basically we were doing like a gymnastics class, right? And I weren't there. Um, and she kicked up into a handstand and someone didn't catch her. So she went ass over tit and just fell straight on a thoracic, right? Um, oh, no. And inevitably a thoracic just locked up, like absolutely just wouldn't move. She couldn't move her fucking neck either. Like everything was just jolted. So it's like, hey, blah, 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 blah. So I just like kind of, manipulated a, a t-spine a little bit and you literally got it right from the top to the bottom like um what's it called bubble wrap 
Oh my gosh. Um, and then this lady could literally just like rotate, twist, flex, extend. Like she was, she was spot on. And I'm like, look, you're not going to get that from a, a body massage parlor, you know? So I don't necessarily want to give myself that name. I think I know a couple more things than that. Good for you. I love that. I love that. I, I appreciate your confidence. Um, Confidence. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, uh, I guess you can call it confidence. Like a lot of the, it's like just kind of respecting the work you put in yourself. Um, and then, you know, I've been, I've been really grateful to, to have a lot of cool people to work around and work underneath. And we've had a lot of good conversations and then, you know, I've been working on this craft for like close to 10 years. So I would hope That's to know, awesome. I know a couple of things by then, you know. I love that. Well, I love choose, choose your path, you know, you, you choose your path, which is, it's dead weird. Again, which is like kind of comparing it over to writing a book, right? You go, you kind of go from um, coaching, everything's in the physical realm, blah, 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 to now writing words on a page. Like, are you mad? Like what's going on? Like this is someone else's like field, you know, like this is, this is not who you're supposed to be, which is why I don't like labels again. Cause I'm like, well, why, why can't I do it? You know what I mean? Why not? And, and so you did, right? So what, what did, what was your book about? What did you write about? Oh, um, it's poetry. Poetry. Mm. So it's even more impressive. So it's, um, yeah, I'll get, um, get a book out. There you go. Let's see. When time seemed dark. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, so it's po poetry about uh, mental health. That is incredible. Hmm. Thank you. And you're published. Yeah. Uh, oh Self-published, like, um, you know, whether it gets taken on by a publisher or not, who knows? Like, um, I don't expect anyone to, one, know who I am, or two, give a shit, you know? Um, there's a lot of people in the world, so. Well, it is what it is. Like, uh, like I was having a conversation with, because I've, um, I've written a second one, um, which is something completely different, uh, kind of completely different, in the same realm, but it's going to be like um, a children's book. Um. And then I'm writing a second one of 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 these. Um, well, that's going to be a bit different. Again, it's going to be bigger. There's going to be like one a day for for a year. So that's like uh, a like a devotional. Yeah. So it's like something that you can pick up. You know, you're not going to sit down and read it cover to cover. You're just going to pick it up every day and kind of like read one thing, and it's going to spark a little bit of thought. You know, some of it will be dark. Some of it will be a bit happy. Some of it, it's like you know, it's kind of collection you know um it's like a, it's a mix it's life yeah exactly um yeah. But, but yeah i was talking to the um to the illustrator the other day and she was like oh are you gonna get it published i was like well well yeah ideally you know someone someone takes up and was like yeah this is kind of cool i'll i'll like make it into a tangible item but at the same time like if if no one does that what am i gonna do like sit around and go oh okay that doesn't come into fruition like nah just go fucking do it and if it turns into something it turns into something if it doesn't i've got a copy of something that i i created which is kind of cool 
and hopefully it sits on my mom's shelf too. That's so cool. And, you know, I don't, I don't know a whole lot about this and I don't, I have really no basis for what I'm about to tell you, but you can self-publish on Amazon. They'll give Mm. you an ISBN number and, you know, your publishing rights and all that you can self-publish and then sell on Amazon. I don't know if that's really what you're looking for, but that that's always an option. Yeah. It's, it's on there. It is. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> um, that wow. Okay, so you're way ahead of the game. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Like, holy shit, it took a lot of uh it took a lot out of me last year. Um like the book took me six years to publish. Uh six years to write, sorry. And then um you have to format it in different ways. And I, I formatted it about six different times because oh you know, gosh. something was wrong or whatever and that I didn't have a clue what I was doing. That's kind of my life. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just like figuring this shit out. Um, and then, yeah, I was like, I had to get the cover done by um, a good mate of mine in Auckland that I met. Um, and then like, it was kind of like a little bit off center. So we had to like, kind of, they call it bleeding it. So it kind of like goes around the the side of the book. Um, yeah. Goddamn. And then, other people ordered it and I hadn't got my author copies. You know what I mean? So I was like, well, I ordered and made this book and other people have got it before me. I was like, this is shit. Oh my gosh, I'd be so upset. I'd, um, like, I'd be like, no, I, need to, I need to read through it. I need to check it. I need to make sure everything's perfect. It's, it's funny though, right? Because I can't, like, um, a lot of the shit in there, like, I can't remember it. Really? Yeah, like, I got a really bad memory. Like, um like over 10 concussions I had playing rugby. Um, so my memory is, is, is really bad. Um, yeah. And then you also go down both family trees and the, like both sides have Alzheimer's. So I'm kind of fucked. Um, maybe, maybe not, maybe not. Right. But I don't think the concussions helped, uh, but it is what it is, you know, uh, again, I'll be like crazy guy in the woods. Be like, he doesn't know anything. I like, oh, what's his name? Terry Pratchett. He, um, do you know Terry Pratchett? I don't think so. All right, basically, I've never read any of his shit, but he'd written like a million different books in the same universe, right? And apparently when he got Alzheimer's, he couldn't remember anything apart from part of his world that he created. Like he could still kind of remember that. So he like then lived within the world that he created with his books. And uh, I think that's, that's amazing. Yeah. Like uh, how the human brain works. Right. So maybe I'm going to be that crazy guy that only speaks in like rhymes. That would be cool. You know, that would be your, that would be your thing. <laughs> yeah, maybe like, don't go down there. Crazy guy rhyming. Hey, it doesn't, it doesn't sound too bad. <laughs> Sounds all right. Right. Yeah. It, it doesn't sound too bad. People leave you alone. Sounds cool. Yeah, you get to do your own thing all the time. Yeah, easy. Sounds fantastic. <laughs> all I need is my little cat who might end up joining oh, usually. Yeah, she's uh, like it's the morning time. So she likes to, you know, go out and scout around and kind of see the morning rise and then she'll come back in and, and have a nap. But she usually hears me talking and wants to come say hello. I love that. I love that. I'm, I'm out here. You, let me see. 
this is uh this is our family dog oh but um she's uh she's actually blind she did not start off that way but she has a degenerative disease with her eyes so she can't see anymore but she's sweet she's lazy but she's sweet <laughs> i mean she's blind like i think she's okay to be lazy <laughs> you're right i should probably cut her a little slack like you can't exactly like launch the ball in the woods for her. Like it might take a while to, to find it. <laughs> you know, she's, she's actually done remarkably well. It's uh, I think it's been just over a year since she started going blind and she can get around the whole house. She can get around the deck. She can get around the outside of the house. Like she's, wow. she's learned where everything is. It's, I mean, sometimes she'll still like bump into stuff, but for the most part, she's adapted really quickly. That's fascinating. It it really kind of is. They're the smart ones. Like animals really are. are the smart ones. We're the dumb animal on the planet. I believe that. I really do. Like I think I think every animal has a sixth sense, right? Like that intuition, um, that kind of like feeling, whether it's feeling energy or, or whatever you believe, right? It doesn't necessarily matter. It's a sixth sense. But we now like rely on like verbal communication like we're doing now or written or visual. And we've kind of like tapped into those other senses um, and completely ignored the sixth one. Yet animals, right, our pets, they just know. And you're like, how the hell do you know? Because you can't read that. Or, you know, you can't understand what I'm saying. Like, how do you know that? So it's 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 funny. They're amazing. Mm. they're like i mean just just like different studies people have done about like how many words they can learn in english like they're learning english words and responding to them and and whatnot and how they can sense the weather and they can sense like um kind of like you're talking about the intuition just like knowing when they're in danger and stuff like that it's incredible Mm. it's incredible it it makes me feel um inferior (laughs) yeah I mean, they, they are the better ones, you know, like, uh, and I do believe they do understand what we're saying. I do too. Like they hear like the infliction on your tone and, and kind of like they'll sense different people and, and they'll also like kind of, um, judge how you change like body language and also like how you sound towards other people to know if they're like friends or foes or, you know, yeah, they're so smart yet. We're just, we're dumb. We are. We, I mean, just like you said, we rely so much on what we can see and touch, like the, the, what's immediately in front of us that we, I think we, we have lost a lot as, I guess, as humanity, mm. we, we've lost a lot of, a lot of our edge. I mean, we rely on media, right. To tell us what's right and wrong. So we rely on this, like thing in the clouds that someone is plugged into that has a bias from some like um, an investor or whatever they put, put a load of money in. Because if they're investing in a network, they're going to want their point of view going across, let's be honest. Yet we don't see like a frigging animal media that's just like, oh, attention, all dogs, all cats, like this is what's happening in the world. It's like, nah, they just figure it out, man. Like they just look around and be like, all right, this is how the world works. This is what's going on. Um, you know, there's a storm coming. I can smell it, you know, rather than be like, oh, no, what's uh, what's Sharon saying on the bloody media? 
and they're better for it. I think, I think our dependence on media in all forms, not just, you know, like social media or the news, but like in all forms, our, our dependence on that for someone else to tell us what we believe and why, I think that's, I think that's why we're so regressive. Mm. And I think that's why we can't get anything figured out like collectively. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's sad. Well, we've lost the, um, we've lost like the self kind of, um, figuring out process haven't we like working it out for yourself like we don't we don't have that no more it's like all right uh what do i read and then that's what i know or what do i watch and then that's what i know it's like well, what about the problem solving like where does where does that come into it you know what is your own mind what what do you believe because that's cool man like you can believe whatever the hell you want like obviously if it's not invoking violence or hate then that's freedom of speech do what you want like you know but nah like the it's keeping up with the Joneses. It's, uh, oh no, like Tom down the road is Christian. I'm going to be Christian or like the media is telling me this. I'm going to go do this. And I'm like, look, do whatever you want, man. <laughs> Just do whatever you want. But do it because that's what you want. Not because someone told you to, or yeah. because you think you should do it because it's what is best for you. It's what you believe. It's what you have looked at broken down researched educated yourself on and you say you know what this this is what i believe this is why not because oh well you know abc news they told me to believe this so i do mm. <laughs> or oh this celebrity believes this so i do too mm. you know there's 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 no credit or merit to that it's, yeah. oh, it's, bad. it's also like you can flip it on the other side as well right so it's like like accepting people's differences and being able to have a very neutral conversation where I bring my side to the table, you bring your side to the table and like both sides are neither right nor wrong. You know, it's like, that's, that's really cool. Like, and now I understand a different side um, a lot, a lot better. You know, it's, I think that's the whole, the whole problem between like male and females because there is no like neutral conversation. It's already, um, it's got it's got a lot of prejudice, like whether a male brings aggression to the table or a female brings like a closed mind to the table or, or the other way around. Obviously, it can it can happen both ways. Like I think a lot of a lot of a lot of problems stem from ignorance, um, and a lot of problems stem from uh, an unwillingness to communicate openly, and hence why you know I started this podcast just talking, having conversations, um, like everything. Yeah. Yeah. It was a weird story though. Like I was, um, I thought about doing it like four years before I started. I was like, ah, I should do a podcast. I chat a lot of shit and some of it maybe might have a couple of gems in it. Like, but a lot of it will be a lot of shit. I was like, ah, nah, no, nah, I won't. And then like, um, you know, a year or two goes by and I'm, I'm driving home from, from working in, in London and I was living in a city about an hour and a half away. So I'd get back like dead, dead, dead late, maybe midnight, 1am or something like that. And I'd be driving back in this like sleep deprived state. And I would just start talking to myself for like an hour and a half. And like, you know, as you do, like putting the world to rights, like, Oh, I know why the world is in such disarray. You know, I, I know I can do this. Like, <laughs> like I got no idea what I'm saying. I'm only blonde. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I'm like, Oh, I'd like to have a conversation about with, with, with people. Maybe, 
maybe they can tell me I'm full of shit or maybe they they're gonna they're gonna say hey yeah you're onto something and I just kind of like before I came over here maybe a, a month or two I was like ah fuck it I bought a mic um and started talking to myself and recording it which sounded you know it sounds really weird um and still sounds really weird like if I hear myself talk like it's it's weird right you know, listening to yourself, it's it's strange. It's not it's what normal people, <laughs> what, but what is normal, you know? Um, and then, yeah, I was just like, oh, hey, want to have a conversation? You know, a lot of people would say no. I'd be like, cool. Cool. Well, I guess we won't. No, I, I love that. And I love the premise behind what you're doing because what you provide, just doing this, just in having an open casual normal non-heated non-aggressive conversation what you provide to people is perspective mm. and that that is something to me anyway and in in my immediate world it seems like that's what most people lack we we only have our perspective we only look at the world the way we see it and that mm. that is how we base our decisions our conversations our relationships everything is based off of that and it, it goes back to what we were talking about earlier. It limits us as people. It limits our growth as individuals, because if I can, if I can have a conversation with you, just like you said in your, your example with, with the man and the woman coming, coming together and having a, a neutral conversation, if, if you can express to me your perspective and your worldview, and I can have the open mind and the open heart to say, okay, I see that. I understand that. I get that. Now I've grown as a person, I've grown mentally and, and emotionally to be able to say, okay, it's not just the way I see the world. He sees it some way different. She sees it some way different. You know, there's, there's, if I think if we had more perspective as people, as individuals, I don't think there'd be near as much hate and animosity and just all this disgusting issues that we're having in culture right now. I just, I think, I think perspective and um, like you said, just an open mind is what makes the difference there. So I appreciate what you're doing. I think I think this is cool. I think I think it's progressive and helpful. <laughs> no, nah, that's that's stunning. And just being able to yeah, just having like those open conversations, like you say, and like things can get passionate, you know. Like I'll uh, usually in person, um, you know, it can get into whatever. And like I'm northern, right? I'm from I'm from the north, and you know we get passionate about things and you know, voice kind of gets a little louder and, you know, I F and Jeff all the time and, you know, whatever, that's, that's how, who I am. People aren't the same, fuck them, whatever. Um, but at the same time, it's like, all right, this is just passion. Like, this isn't like, oh, nah, you're wrong type stuff. It's like, no, no, no. Like people, you know, people just get passionate about things and that's fine. Like, you know, we can all have a hug at the end of it and be like, I really grew from that. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like I, I coach someone who, I coach both of them, um, the husband and the wife, and they're both vegan, right? But at the same time, like, we've had a couple of, like, really heated debates. And when I say heated, is like we both get passionate. Um, and it wasn't just like, nah, you're wrong because you don't eat meat or you're wrong because you do eat meat or whatever. It was just like, oh, what's your side? And what's your view on, like, protests regarding it and a little bit of, like, extremes on both sides? And then I'll say my side of or my perspective of both sides and then we can both learn from it right um and yeah it's it's hard um and i actually i actually recorded something yesterday 
Um, which is really weird because it, it touched on what you said with like perspective, right? And I think the hard thing is relating it back into yourself. So most of the things that um, you hate in the world usually is because it's yourself or you do it or part of you wants to do it and you kind of suppress it or whatever, you know, like um, I think a lot of times like you can, you can, uh, you can figure a lot of things out by figuring out yourself. Um, and I read a quote. Yes. Yeah. And I read a quote the other week um, saying only people who are hurting hurt other people. And it sounds really, I don't know, it sounds really hard to hear. And you're like, oh, and then you start thinking, did I hurt that person? No, no, I didn't. I didn't because I was, blah, 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 that was, I was only me. But then you only see in your perspective and you're like, ah, oh, shit. Okay. Let me like walk a mile in their shoes. Let me get inside their head. You're like, ah, oh, okay. Maybe I did. And you're like, right. Well, why did that happen? Oh, because I built a wall or shielded them out because of this. Then why did you do that? Blah, 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 blah. And you kind of like go back and yeah, it's, it's hard. It is. Our, our first inclination is to justify our actions and to defend ourselves. Like, oh no, I did this because this person did this to me. Or I said this because they said something hurtful to me. I was just defending myself. I was in, I was in the right to do what I did. When just like you said, if you just step back and you follow your own trail, you know, you're, you're standing at this point on your journey on your walk however on your life however you want to put it you're standing at this point but if you look back and you retrace all your steps and you say oh, okay this is why I act this way this is why I say the things I do then that's when you can grow and you can say okay you know what maybe I'm not quite as justified in what I'm doing as I think or maybe I'm not quite as put together as I think that's that's when growth happens when you can have that self-assessment and when you can say you know what I got work to do I myself. I think that, that's, that's the journey, right? That's the ongoing journey. Like <laughs> it's, it's not a destination. Like I think it was Buddha that said, you know, happiness is the journey, not the destination. And I think there is little nuggets of wisdom and, and, and beauty in like all religions or people or places or like ways of life, like everything, you know, you can take the good from everything and kind of become this like man or woman of the world, you know, like, um, again, I've had a conversation with, with my good mate over here and, um, he's from Scotland. Right. So we, we, and we also had very similar upbringings. So we kind of, we talk about some things that other people might not understand fully, um, just because of the cultural differences or whatever. And we'll kind of try and dissect it and, and think of a way of, of getting over it, you know, and putting things to bed. But anyway, he was like, yeah, you kind of like learn your way through life and then you kind of become a man with no flag. And I really like that term. Like you are now a man of the world or a woman of the world um, or a person of the world, whatever you, you know, identify as just something, someone of, of the world rather than, no, I am, I'm English, you know, or I am American or I am Squahili or whatever. I'm like, yeah, you can have like, you can be patriotic like that's that's awesome and you you 
you care. Like my home is always going to be Manchester, but at the same time, like there's a reason why you leave. <laughs> of course, yes. Um, I'm I'm just glad to hear you say that because so many people that are in my immediate network, like the the people that I'm seeing on a daily basis, so many of them are just so content to stay within the American culture, like just to stay, Oh, you know what? This is all I need. Never going to leave. Don't want to go anywhere. And I think there's something so cool and so beautiful about other cultures, Mm. about other ways of life, about other sides of the world. I mean, that's, that's so cool. And why would you not want to be a part of that? But like, like you said, by all means, I believe in patriotism. I believe you should love your country and you should support your country and you should fight for your country. I believe that everybody, not just Americans, not just the English. It's, it's everybody. You should have that love and respect for your country. But at the same time, that doesn't mean your country is any better than, than the rest of them. Everybody has something special that you can learn from, that you can gain, that you can, that you can add to yourself and, I, there's something so cool about being cultured. There's something so unique about experiencing the world. And I, I just don't understand why anyone would want to limit themselves to that. I think the whole concept of countries is strange. Like we, I don't, I, I, like you think about it and you're like, we split up land. I'm like, why? And then we govern it in different ways. And I'm like, well, why? Like, it's just like, land you know it's there is no definitive uh apart from continents like there is no separation you know like it's just like this piece of dirt and that piece of dirt and what i i'm supposed to act in a different way because i'm born on this side of the line and you're born on that one like it doesn't make any sense um and then going through it's bizarre right yeah and then and then you throw in throw in hate in there and you're like, oh, I'm supposed to hate you now because you're born on that side of the line and I'm on this one. I'm like, now that's just even more mind-boggling. I'm like, why? What happens if I was born on that side of the line? Oh, then you'd have to love her. I'm like, what? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that <laughs> it's like saying because you wear a blue t-shirt, you have to, you have to think this. Like there's there's no foundation, there's no basis for that. Like it it makes no logical sense. Hmm. Sometimes things don't have a category, right? They shouldn't have a label or a name or they shouldn't be placed inside of a box um, because there's four walls and inside not a lot, you know, which is actually, I think that's a line I've written in a, in a poem somewhere. I think that's kind of rang, rang a bell. Um, but yeah, going back to the cultures, like you learn so much and you also can tell some really cool stories, you know. I've always found it fascinating being like a granddad in a rocking chair by the fire telling like some wicked stories, you know what I mean? And um, what, you know, we're only here once. Um, or if you believe in reincarnation, that's cool. But can you remember your last life? No. So right now you're only here once in this, like this physical thing that we call a body. Um, so you might as well be able to tell a wicked story. That's 100% how I think my, my goal there there's this um there's this poem you might actually appreciate it i'll have to send it to you on instagram because it's really long and i can't remember everything but it um it talks the the lady that wrote it she said i want a life that sizzles and pops 
she's like, I, I want, I want to experience all the, you know, that's the, the premise of it. She wants to experience everything. Like I want, I want a life that's full of experiences. Mm-hmm. You know, like we talked about earlier going, you know, living, buying a house, paying your mortgage, going nine to five, you know, that's, that's not life. That's, that's such a limited experience. And I just want them all, like, I want to be able to say, oh, when I was in this country, I did this and I got to see this. And I've, I've been to the seven world wonders and, you know, all these things. Like I, I just, I don't understand how anybody couldn't want that. You know, like, I, I don't understand why, why everybody doesn't want to just live. You know, I, it's, it's crazy to me. I, I want it all. <laughs> yeah. And it, I think uh, a lot of people are scared. I think people find comfort and security. Um, and then are also, you know, we're bred to think certain things and, and live a certain way. But like, uh, it's really weird, right? Cause a lot of the time your, uh, your stabilizers need to fall off for you to figure it out and you need to fall off your bike to be able to figure it out. Right. So whenever, life kicks you in the face um and you know makes you think oh what what if i got left you know what i mean like everything else is kind of falling around me you, you kind of see start seeing life from a from a different angle and you're like right okay well without this time you can't appreciate the good times so without shit there's no good all right without the night there's no day you know like the the opposites the the pendulum of life is like that, that that's what it is. That's the, that's the point. And, you know, I always relate things back to the sea because we can't beat it. Like the ocean is an unstoppable force. We just cannot beat it. Like it, it comes in and goes out twice a day, no matter what it will go in and come out twice a day. Um, and even sometimes, you know, she gets, uh, she gets really, really tough. I'll go to the beach, which is like 20 minutes away, um, probably less than like 15 minutes away. And uh, I'll draw a line in the sand, right, with my foot and kind of just dig a little dig a little hole as like a little trench. And I'll just wait and the sea will just come back in and we'll just take it back. We'll just swallow up that little trench, you know what I mean? You're like, oh. So like if I wait long enough, it just disappears and it doesn't matter anymore. You know, it just kind of falls back into one. It falls back into the ocean. You're just like, oh. So if you, like, endure long enough, whatever you're going through will no longer matter. Like, you will you will pass through the storm, you know. Like, the only way to weather the storm is to go through the fucking middle of it. And um, people don't appreciate it. Like, those times are probably the best times of your life. Um, you know, that, that journey in the car where I was a nomad and just literally slept in my passenger seat and didn't speak to anyone and I stank because I didn't shower for like four days. Um, <laughs> which was, well, I didn't really care, but, you know, other people, if they would have been able to smell, we would have like, dude, get in a lake or something. Um, yeah, like that, that was a really difficult time, you know. You kind of reach a crossroad and you're like, I don't know whether to go left or right. But hey, I'm not gonna take left or right. I'm gonna go straight through the fucking middle, and I'm gonna walk through the woods and the 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 journey, the the path unpaved. You know, I'm just gonna like figure this thing out. And um, those times you end up looking back on, you're like, holy shit, like I learned so much. And people don't appreciate it. You know, they they, they want to sit in that comfort zone, which is great. I mean, do it. That's fine. 
but at the same time, there's a reason why human beings have midlife crises or crises, whatever the plural is. English <laughs> ain't my forte. Do it. English ain't my forte. Honestly, me either, and it's my first language. <laughs> but one of uh, one of my favorite quotes is, "A ship is safe in the harbor, but that's not what it's made for." Yeah. And you know, that, that to me is a comfort zone. You know, we all, we're fortunate to find them. And sometimes you need that comfort zone to rebuild, to, to figure things out. Sometimes you need that safe space, but at the same time, like sometimes you got to get out there. You gotta, you gotta figure it out. Just like you did. Have you, have you wrote about this like nomadic journey in your car? Have you read a book about that? Um, that's going to be, uh, no, I haven't. I haven't. Like uh, it's, I think you need to write a book about that. <laughs> it's made a wicked story. Like I wrote like um, about thirty to forty poems um, over that week. Um, yeah, I climbed to the top of a mountain, which is one of the biggest mountains in the country. Um, kind of sat there and thought about life. You know, um, it was it was really cool. Like. It makes a good story. It means I can tell a pretty cool story around a campfire. Um, but yeah, like I'm, um, I'm gearing up. I'm thinking about, I'm trying to figure out when the next time is I can just like fuck off the grid and, you know, drop off. But unfortunately, uh, some things need me at the moment, you know, like work wise and, and I have the kitty, so I've got to, got to make sure she's okay. You know, maybe I'll take her with me um she would love it i bet she'd love it <laughs> she doesn't like the car but she is obsessed with me we are best mates so um i love that yeah we literally are best mates yeah it sounds to me i mean just just in the time we've talked we've already set like two great goals for you <laughs> like you're gonna you're gonna get back into your massage therapy and your rehab and you know you know your your wellness and then uh and now you're gonna write a book I mean, yeah. I feel like I'm setting all these goals for you. <laughs> I'm excited for you. I think it's great. Thanks. Uh, yeah, a book's like a legacy, right? And I don't mean a legacy. So like people like see you as like Marcus Aurelius or Julius Caesar or some shit. Um, but I mean like something that you can just pass on to like your kids or your mate's kids. Like if you don't have them or can't have them or whatever. Or like someone that kind of knew you and be like, well, here's a story or two and take it or leave it. Like, if you like it, wicked. If you don't, wicked. Like, don't worry about it. But it is, it is a story etched in time that will, that will stand the test of time. You know, you kind of become immortal with your story. Like, um, and I think the whole, yeah, it's weird. Like, the way I kind of see the world is, is kind of different than most people. But that's because I did drop off the grid and kind of sit on a mountain and just be like, well, what is life? But the cool thing is, just like you said, you see the world different than most people. And I love that. I wish this is this is truth right here. OK, I wish more people saw the world like you. I can't imagine what a world would look like with people who just step back and noticed, just like step back and paid attention, you know, instead of instead of always asserting their own agenda, instead of like you know, always having to be right or always having to think this and no one else can have an opinion. But my, I can't imagine what a world would be like that thought like you. Hmm. 
don't know. Uh, I think it's really hard to not let your past shape your present and how you think about things. Um, and that's fucked me up for a long time. Like, um, whether I liked it or not, you know, with certain people, I had prejudice. Um, like, if, for example, I didn't come from, like, the, the greatest of, of places um, and didn't have two pennies to rub together. So if someone had money, I'd be like, oh, you're an asshole. I'd be like, well, how how do I know that? You know, that's just jealousy. That's not, that's, you know, that's not right. And, you you know, you have to go through those times, like, being able to, to think about it and be like, oh, okay, like, I just completely judged the book by its cover there and that, that wasn't fair. Um, and I don't know, you've got to fuck up a lot of times to realize what not to do. So then you know what to do, you know? And I think, uh, I think failing is one of the greatest teachers ever. I think people need to literally chuck themselves in the deep end. You were going to sink or swim. Um, and if you like living, you'll swim, you'll find a way. Um, and, uh, I love yeah. that. Well, <laughs> I, love I love your mind i do <laughs> well that's how uh that's how i learned to swim is really yeah my mom just like <laughs> uh, sit on i the, love your mom <laughs> sit on the uh sit on the side of the pillow son okay Doosh. kick me in all right figure it out awesome. no obviously like came in came in with me but um yeah, I was a swimmer for a while as well. I actually didn't want to swim. I didn't want to learn how to swim. I was petrified of the water. And then I got chucked in and had to figure it out. And then I ended up doing it as a sport for like seven years. Ironic. Oh, my gosh. If you don't have enough experience to write five books, I don't know who does. Like, you just... I'm, <laughs> I'm for real. Like, I really... Your, your perspective and your outlook on life is refreshing. I think... Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, it's it's a it's a journey, right? It's ongoing, and things will change. And I think that's the one of the beauties of of this thing, right? Of this like recording this conversation because this conversation will stay with us um, for as long as we can remember it, right? Of course. But at the same time, we can go back and be like, oh, what were we thinking on the 29th of April, twenty twenty one? And then you can kind of be like, oh, okay, how have I progressed and why what experiences have i had between those times and and you learn from it um and i yeah everything's a journey you know and just figure it out that makes me feel like i need to start like journaling makes me need to feel like i need to i don't know just so i can progress check along my life you know like you said we can look back to this and we can go oh well, i thought this then what do I think now? And makes me feel like, hey, I need to write some things down. <laughs> That's all that um, poetry is for me. Like it's, it's, it was a quote that um, it was like, read New Zealand was one of the governing bodies that um, gets people over here into literature and reading and English and trying to increase the literacy rate and, um, and all that type of stuff. Um, and they did, they, they kind of like quoted me on like, a conversation we had and I didn't necessarily knew I said it um but it kind of like absolutely pinpointed what it was like and like all this stuff like I've got like pieces of paper everywhere with like things jotted down and like some of them are half finished like I've got one on like six seven different sticky notes um which like is finished but I've not like written it down in the book yet or 
done a spoken poetry about it, blah, blah, blah. And a lot of them used to just get burnt. Like I used to, it's just emotion, right? And I just harness the emotion and whatever the fuck's going on in my head, put it into um, a couple couple rhymes. And then I just used to burn them. I'd be like, all right, that's done, blah, 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 burnt them. And um, binned them or burnt them. And my mom asked me, she was like, what, what are you doing? Like, I'm just like, I think it's, I think it's poems. Like, I don't really know. Like, I don't read it. Like, I don't read poetry. Like, I don't really know what's going on. She's like, why are you burning them? I was like, because it's done. You know, it's over. It's, it's out of it. She's like, no, you got to keep these. Like, maybe you like them. I was like, who cares if I like them or not? You know, it's just like emotion and pain and whatever. And then my fucking brother, he told me, I was like, dude, like some of these are all right. And, um, someone might be able to relate to this. So maybe make a book. And anyway, six years later, I, I keep on scribbling shit down. And um, I think a month before I published, I was like, all right, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to make this book, blah, blah, blah. There's about five people on the planet that knew I was writing and everyone else had no clue. And then I just turned around and was like, hey, you know, I'm a fitness coach and coached a few things, you know, um, I wrote a book about poetry, about mental health. They're like, what the fuck? It's like, yeah, it's taken me a while. Um, hope you like it type stuff. And uh, yeah, all it is is just figuring out emotion. It's like my type of journaling, I guess. Like I do it every day. I write at least one every day. Um, but the whole the whole process of, of burning it back in the day was was the whole thing of like, okay, you've harnessed that emotion, you've like progressed from it, but now it doesn't mean anything. Um, you know, you can't rest on your, your past and just be like, Oh, okay. Like I, I did really well in the past. So I'm a good person. It's like, well, no, cause you could be an asshole now. And it's like, well, burn that. That's gone. Like when I'm done with my diary for the year, like it, and I'm, I don't need anything from it or I've, on a programming book or whatever i just burn them and i'm like well you can't rest on last year like this all you have is like today let's let's figure it out let's go forward type stuff which probably isn't the wisest of ideas because of my memory but at the same time it's just kind of how <laughs> i work <laughs> but but it's progressive thinking you're always pushing to be the better self you're always like you're 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 looking at your past and you're saying yep okay i experienced this now I've dealt with it. I've felt it through. And now I'm going to move forward and learn from it. I'm just like we were talking about with history. Mm. We don't learn from history, but you're learning from your personal history. You're saying, you know what? Yep. Dealt with it. Now we're moving forward in a positive direction. Things are, and, and you're using that to your benefit. That's incredible. Mm. Like it's, um, it's a daily task. I'm not going to lie. Like this, you can, you can fall back into bad habits. You can fall back into old habits and um and not know it until you're like two weeks deep into the habit or a month deep and you're like oh shit i'm doing the same thing again i apologize you know make the apologies that you you need to to the people that you need to to do them to and then let's start from scratch again um and it's really hard not to not to sit in a comfort zone not to like i said the the past sort of dictate your present which then in turn dictates your future um like it's hard and because it's hard a lot of people are like ah can't be asked 
I'm like, okay, cool. But I don't understand why you wouldn't want to be a better person, why you wouldn't want to like progress and learn shit. Like I always say, like, I didn't go to uni, but I, I go to the university of life. You know, like life teaches me everything I need to know because usually it picks up a brick and smacks me in the face with it. And be like, Alex, you need to learn this, pal. And I'm like, oh, shit. Okay, maybe I do need to learn this. And like, you know, too many people have too little experience and too little life lessons and then have kids. And what are you going to teach them? Hey, um, I don't know anything. I did really shit in school. Um good luck, uh, go learn on the street. I was like, well, I don't know what I'd tell a kid. I got a couple of stories and a couple of life lessons to tell them, but like, I'm still figuring this shit out. But good for you. I love that. I, oh gosh, if more, if more people were willing, you, you mentioned failure earlier that you, you have to fail I think a lot of people are just so scared of it. They're not willing, they're not willing to put themselves out there and learn. Mm. And I think if, I think if we were okay, if we were more accepting of ourselves to be less than perfect, which we all are 100%. Yeah. But I mean, that's where the learning comes from. That's where, that's where the life experience comes from. I think it's from skill because we, and the way society is kind of structured because we praise the right answer, right? There's only one right answer. It's correct. You are correct. Good job. Well done. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know, people get used to that, that praise and people get used to that. There's one way and one size fits all. Like there is one way of doing things. Um, but like I said, I wasn't that great in school. Like I thought the answer was correct and <laughs> I'd get a lot of things wrong. I'd be like, oh, what do you mean? Like, I thought that was right. Like, that's the way I see it. Like, nah, Alex, that's wrong, mate. Like two plus two is not 27. You're like, Oh, <laughs> maybe are you sure? <laughs> like, Again, one more time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think like, you know, getting used to coming up short ends up making the process of progression really addictive. Um, Granted, it could go the other way because you'd just be like, ah, nah, I'm never going to do this, blah, blah, blah. But if you're never going to do this, I would have stayed in Manchester. And, you know, you look around and you see people that stay in Manchester and in the, in the west side that I grew up in. And I'm just like, it's not what I want. And this is not what I want for future generations. Um, and the cycle continues. So why would I continue what they're doing already? Like, I have to do something different. And that's when you start opening your eyes to other things, right? That's fantastic. That, I mean, just that outlook, that's, that's fantastic. That's, that's a challenge to me. That was good. You just got to find your people as well. I think like I've, when you work on yourself and go a little bit internal and start figuring out like who you are, your people as in people that, would get along with you and vice versa, end up getting attracted to you and you get attracted to them. Um, and I think uh, like-minded people will always come together. Like, yeah, granted your path might cross over to someone that you probably shouldn't have like met in the world and you, you might end up doing something you probably shouldn't have, but these things happen. We all fuck up, get on with it, learn from it, deal with it. Um, 
you know, there's, like I said, it's always just a, it's a life lesson. Life is a life lesson. If that makes any yes, sense. All the time. You were all the time learning something. <laughs> yeah. Learn something new every day, right? Yes. 100%. Mm. All right. I really appreciate your time. Yes. Yes. I appreciate yours. And I, I would love to do this again. I don't know how often you have like repeats on your podcast, but I really enjoyed this. This was great. You can come back whenever you want. Great. Great. Well, let's on. do that. Then. For that. Yeah. We'll get it. Um, we'll get it in the diary. Um, I'm going to be working with a school as well. So my, uh, my time is kind of like changing week to week. So I like to get things in the diary for the next like, eight weeks i think it is i think wow, it's eight okay. weeks. should know what it is no 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 there's a, there's a i don't have to like plan my next eight weeks but i'm going to be with the school for the next eight weeks eight to ten weeks so uh i just kind of need like a a heads up but other than that i usually work from home like i have like a little garage gym that i coach out of so um That's great yeah so usually i'm fine but we'll get it in the diary yeah let's do that perfect you have a cracking day. Get, get you like a nap today. I know I woke you up way too early. So get you a nap. I'm going to go get <laughs> out in and probably go to bed. So you do at least get a nap before you start the rest of your day. That's all right. I usually get up pretty early and then go to bed like dead early. You know, like um, I'm one of those ones. Um, Same. My, my brain works in the morning. My body does not work in the morning. I cannot train in the morning. Holy shit. <laughs> um but then like my brain does not work in the evening like as soon as the sun starts setting or i've had an evening meal i'm like redundant just don't talk to me i'm i'm useless don't worry i'm the same way all right perfect sounds good <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much do what thank you very much have a great day yes you too we'll talk to you soon see you later